Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. My name is Cutter, though you may know me as Three Bears in a Coat on air on HD1, and welcome to this episode of You'll Never Believe Me But. You'll Never Believe Me But is a storytelling podcast being produced here at WKNC about lying to me. Every episode I have a guest on and they tell me two stories, one real and one fake, and I have to decide which is real between them. For those of you that are new here or for those of you that need a quick refresher, I'm going to run down the three rules we have here before we get into today's episode. Rule number one, your story should not do significant damage to anyone else or their character. We're not trying to be outwardly mean to anyone other than ourselves. Rule number two, if someone else is featured in your story, you must either have their permission to say their name or use a fake name for them. You agreed to come on the show and tell these stories, but unless they agreed to have these stories told, just use a fake name. And rule number three, and this is the easiest one, all stories should start with, you'll never believe me, but, and then a brief synopsis before starting the story, just so we all know what we're getting into, and as a nice little nod to the show's title. So, with all that housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Today's guest is Stacy, a family friend of mine, someone I've known since I was days old, and an all-around killer lady. Stacy, how are you doing today? Well, Cutter, I'm great, and I appreciate the uh, very kind intro there, my friend. Well, it's all true. You are killer, and you have known me since I was days old. Yeah, basically, yes. About three or four days, probably. Amazing, because <laughs> that's when one of my closest friends, your son, mm-hmm. one of my closest friends... Uh, we're four days apart, and that's kind of how we got to know each other, him and I. And then through that, we've just been very close family friends ever since. Absolutely. So we've been on vacations, we've gone places, we've done a lot, and I've gotten to see truly the depth and breadth of your character, which is why I'm so excited to have you on the show. Or scared. Yes, I think both is totally <laughs> fair. Uh, because I know you pretty well, I'd, I'd conjecture. And I, I would knew, say so. I, I knew a lot of my guests that came on, but not as well as I think I know you just because of the quantity of time we've spent together, which is why I'm excited for you to tell me your stories. Well, now we're going to see if you really do know me or if you just think you know me. That is a great point. Now, your stories have a bit of an interesting backstory to them. Uh, Yeah. It would have been, I, I want to say, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Saturday. You, you came over. Your family came over to hang out with my family. We're, we're, we're pals like that. We're chums. And you came in limping. You've got, and, and this is still true, you've got a, a cast on your forearm that goes up and over your wrist. Yep. And your, is it right leg? Oh, it's my right leg. And your right leg, I, I would, I think, best describe it as a purple tie-dye disaster. <laughs> um, I think you're kind. I think, well, okay, how would you describe it? Oh, my God. It's it looks like an alien has landed on my leg and exploded in purple and bruised gruesomeness. It's 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 very bad. It is gnarly. And so it's bad. And so you came in with this major injury that you had already told the rest of my family about because I'd missed an event of some kind um, because I was out of town and you came in and you were very secretive about it. I was. And quite honestly, I'm impressed that no one told you what happened to me. So we have. We have definitely kept it under wraps on purpose, so I'm very excited to see what happens today. Yes, I'm very excited. And so, yes, this is the main focus of this episode is your crazy injury that has been, I mean, it's been, what, three weeks since you injured yourself? It's been two weeks. And I would say that this this big glob on my leg, which is officially, you know, and I know this is medical info, but I'm clearly given the clearance to share. 
Uh, it's a hematoma. I don't know if you are familiar with what a hematoma is. Sounds familiar. So essentially, you know, something has happened and now there's hemorrhaging going on. What? Not, you know, not hemorrhaging that means I'm going to die, <laughs> thankfully. And I've been cleared that I'm not throwing any clots, but there's some serious, uh, serious hemorrhaging that has occurred, which has, you know, resulted in about, I don't know, a six inch wide and four inch, three to four inch tall it looks like you blob that has grown on my leg from here. And we're sitting probably like six, seven feet apart. Yeah. From here, it looks like you, you have a half a tennis ball taped to the top of your thigh. Well, yeah, which is a little better because I would have called it at least uh, probably grapefruit to cantaloupe size. So we're we're, you know, you're doing better. Things are getting better. Oh, my goodness. It's a shame that that is better, though. I'm glad you are getting better. <laughs> hey, if you're hemorrhaging on the inside, that's where the blood's supposed to be. Well, I know. I, I did learn though that um you know as as one medical professional told me throughout this you know your body's designed i guess unless you hit an artery sure. not to bleed out yeah yeah it's crazy so uh there you go yeah tactical redundancy <laughs> that's amazing i'm very excited again yes my family has kept this secret secret from me um and i haven't asked because i didn't want to ruin the sanctity of this experience getting to hear these stories for the first time but i think honestly they would have been more angry at me for even trying to get them to tell me honestly okay good they're good people i'll keep them they are <laughs> i'm glad i don't have a choice <laughs> i'm glad that you feel that way well, you know how the show works. If you have any last-minute questions, comments, or concerns, please let me know now. Otherwise, I think it's a great time. We've we've hyped up your injury enough. I'm very excited just to get into your stories. All right, I think I'm good to go. So I'm gonna give you a little little preview. I've got I've got my two stories, and I'll share in a minute. They both do dovetail at some point into you know kind of final result and treatment. Oh, so okay. they will, you know, Amazing. I will tell, I think where I'm going to go is I'm going to tell all the way through. Sure. And the second story, I'll let you know when we're kind of picking up on that final closure piece where I, you know, end up Interest. seeking some medical help. Fascinating. What a new novel little structure. I'm very excited. All right. Well, take it away. All right. You'll never believe me, but I hearken back to my, uh, I'll say my own college days and sure. my, my, my youthfulness when I used to do a lot of work on a farm. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, sure. so in this farm work that I have recently rediscovered. Interesting. I have injured myself in the way that we described earlier. Mm -hmm. So that is what caused me to walk away with this like supersized hematoma and a broken arm. So oh, it's broken, broken. Oh, yes, broken, broken. Oh, I did not know Straight that. Straight up. So, wow, amazing. So, I mean, not amazing, clearly. But again, we just want to reiterate. You are okay. I am okay. You are seeking medical help. You are progressing back to fully healthy. Yes. I feel the need to throw that note in. But please, yes, rediscovered farm work. So those those that know me really well tend to not equate me with dirty work and outside. You probably think of me more with cute purses and good hair and, you know. Your hair is a great pride of yours. Right, yes. exactly. So when I'm telling you that I'm, you know, I've been hanging out on a farm in my recent. Fascinating. Uh, you know, looking for fun things to do history. Mm -hmm. You might not, uh, you might not believe that. But no. I have a friend mm -hmm. who has a horse farm okay, in sure. central North Carolina. Nice. So she's got a lot of horses. It's not like five to ten. It's like. More than 20. Oh, wow. That yeah. is a lot. Okay, it's a, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. So from time to time, I will go out of town and I will give her a hand and help her on her horse farm. Amazing. So a few weeks ago, I found myself doing just that one thing. Unfortunately, I found myself doing this one thing at like 10 o'clock at night. 
in oh. the dark. Oh. Yeah, which isn't really what I had bargained for, but it's just kind of the way it came about with a situation that she was in. Sure, sure. So I find myself, you know, walking out to her barn and I go to flip the light switch on because she's got a huge barn that probably has 10 stalls either side. They've mm-hmm. got sliding doors. They're big, heavy wooden doors with great big wooden wrought iron bars and okay. then, you know, that you can open some of them up so a horse can stick their head out. Sure, sure. You know, so pretty standard if you've grown up anywhere, you know, near a ranch or a farm with a, right. with a standard barn. Right. So you've got a washroom in there, a feed room in there. You can park equipment in there. So it's pretty good size. Mm-hmm. So I find myself at 10 o'clock at night in the, in the middle of nowhere. Now, mind you, this is not... In town, it's not close to anything mm-hmm. in town. It's what pre- is the nearest city? Where uh, where are we in Central North Carolina? You're kind of outside of Pinehurst, okay. so you're you're in you that's know a, horse and away. golf. That's a bit of ways. You're in horse and golf country out there. Sure, sure. So I find myself lending her a hand at ten o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I'm out in the barn, and there's an, an alley or a hallway in between the two sections of stalls on either side, mm-hmm. and it's lit. It's a really nice barn. So it's nice. Light. So I know where the light switch is, but I'm looking for the light switch. Sure, sure. No lights coming on. Oh, okay. No, no lights. So now I'm thinking, and I've got, I didn't tell you the best part. Mm. Most of her horses are out in pastures. Sure. But she's got two stallions. Oh. Okay. Okay. So two stallions that are clearly, if you're a stallion, you're ungelded. So, you know. You are a potential daddy horse who has much interest in all the lady horses out and about, right? Sure, sure. Right. So there's a reason you're in the stall. It's Mm -hmm. so that you're not out carousing around and getting in trouble. Sure. Often stallions can be a little feisty. Sure, sure. Be a little feisty, especially Uh if they've been in their stall for a little while. Mm, I wonder where this is going. Please continue. Been in their stall a little while. So I go, you know, walking down the the hall in the dark, Mm -hmm. and I need to water these two stallions and I need to feed them sure. because they have not eaten and they're really not happy because they really should have eaten hours before. Ah, but my okay. friend is in a situation where she wasn't able to do that. So here I go. Mm-hmm. Now I know them. I know mm-hmm. these horses. Sure. They know me. Sure. But I'm normally not walking down the hallway between the stalls with my handy dandy Apple phone flashlight on because oh. I'm pretty sure I just told you it is dark in there, right? Yes, you did. Right. So now they're freaking out because they don't understand the light, but I need some light. So they are kicking. They're ones in one stall on this side of the hall, ones in one stall on that side of the hall. Sure. And there is kicking and there is is all kinds of activity. Sure. And I realize that my friend's setup currently does not allow me to just take a hose, really, and just stick it through the bars to fill the water bucket in one of the stalls. Sure. As I assess the situation, I realize I'm going to have to open the stall door in the dark with my tiny Apple flashlight and a really mad stallion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I'm going to have to slide the door open. Sure. And then I'm going to have to go in and grab the, like, five-gallon bucket. Okay. And fill it. And bring it back. Oh, wow. Quite the event. Right. So I'm really not happy at this point because really what I'm wanting to do is grab the dang hose and just pour the water in and move on. Sure. So I take the lazy route and I start with the food because I can pour through that that through the bars. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to feed you. I'll pet you on the head. You know me. It's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I do that and he, you know, starts eating munch, munch, munch. Well, one of them I get done completely. They're totally happy. But I got this other one. Totally not happy. Sure. Totally not happy. So get him fed. He's going. And the next thing I know, I'm like, all right, I got to go in there and get the water bucket. Mm-hmm. So these doors are really heavy. They're solid wood. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And they've got all these like wrought iron bars at the top. Wow. Uh huh. 
So I have slid the door open just enough, you know, really to let me in. Sure, sure. And I'm kind of in the stall enough to grab in the corner this big five-gallon white bucket that's mm-hmm. currently empty. Right, mm-hmm. right? You feel me? Yeah. And I take my left hand and lean my right hand on the stall and lean in to grab it. And I start pulling the bucket. And now my friend the horse Super unhappy with what I'm doing, Mm. kicking, fighting, Mm -hmm. feet everywhere. And the next thing I know, he has somehow lodged his foot into the opposite side of the sliding door and he is slamming the door. No, no. Shut. Oh. With me in it. That's not good. Yeah. No, it was not cool because as (laughs) it happens and I have my hand up like this, I feel a crack. Ow. Yeah, so the crack uh-huh. is what is now, you know, beautifully covered in purple. Lovely lavender I cast. have lovely lavender, Ow. you know, form-fitting cast. Uh-huh. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, yeah. So then I'm realizing that I'm stuck. So uh-huh. I got to figure out how to get out. And I have really mad horse all in my face. Right. So somehow I finally just, you know... Do I muster up whatever adrenaline fueled right. fire I have going yeah, yeah. within me, and I just jerk myself out of the door? Wow! And slam it shut. Nice. So problem solved. Well, one would think, except suddenly there's like a grand explosion on my leg. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, come to find out, hmm. the whole impact of the door. Yeah. Slamming my leg. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It. Can you believe it? It damaged like a lot of vessels. Sure. That tracks. Yeah. 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 It oh. sure did. It sure did. So problem is, you know, it's ten o'clock at night. Yes. You're right. So I'm really not feeling the leg too badly at that point. Right. I mean, it's not great. No. But I'm more worried about the fact that I felt my arm crunch and it's hurting like. Sure. A lot. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and so I'm realizing I need medical care because yes. this I can't do this. And my friend has a medical thing going on with herself and I can't rely on her to help me. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm not at home. Uh-huh. And no one else is there. Uh-huh. And you're in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. North Carolina, mm-hmm. at a barn that you do not own. Mm-hmm. And you've just been, you just had the door slammed on you by a mad horse. Mm-hmm. And now you have a broken arm, mm-hmm. mad leg. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That is quite the conundrum. Yeah. So what does any good uh, Texan who also happened to go to an agricultural and engineering school for undergraduate do? Uh, I would imagine make a splint with what you can find around. She puts herself in her own pickup truck and takes her to urgent, takes herself to urgent care 12 miles away. Yeah, that tracks too. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to the urgent care. Mm-hmm. I walk my little happy self in. Uh-huh. They take me in and they realize that, you know, pretty quickly because I didn't really describe my arm. But, yeah, it was very obvious that there was a break because there was a section of my wrist that was not where it should be. Ah, uh, yes, that will do it. But, you know, when you're getting pinned in a door by a really mad horse who has with all of his force taken his back foot mm-hmm. and slammed the door shut on mm-hmm. you. It does It does start to cause problems, I would imagine. Kind of to be expected. So, you know, everybody's all up in arms because, haha, no pun intended, because <laughs> they're looking at my arm. Sure. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm kind of sitting down there going, you know, 
my leg stings. Like, I mean, it hurts like a raspberry. It right, got slammed. Right. It hurts. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty, I have pretty high pain tolerance. Sure, So, so sure. I was, you know, it was there. I knew it. Right. But as we are getting to seriously take me down and x-ray my arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I think my right leg feels like it's on fire. Like, it, it feels like flames are creeping up my leg. And at this point, I'm considering just cutting my leg off because it might feel better than having it attached to me. Wow. Okay. So terrible pain. Really bad burning, burning pain. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. And I'm beginning to see underneath my blue jeans this lovely lump forming. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. The lump. Yeah. So, you know, middle of the night. Middle of nowhere, urgent care, mm-hmm. taking myself 10 miles over there. Mm-hmm. You know, now my adrenaline's wearing off mm-hmm. and I'm going, huh, what is mm. what is this? So when the doctor comes back into the room to take me for the x-ray. Right. She, I, I'm, I'm like, I can't walk to your x-ray room. She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, I, 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 I am in a lot of pain and I literally cannot walk. Yeah, hurts so too she, bad. She's like, what is that on your leg? The ever rising lump. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, <laughs> we should look at it. Yes. Yeah. And we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no blood. Everything's self-contained. Oh, but there's blood. It's sure. just it's all just in the it. lump, and it's really growing. Uh, and when you have like a 65-year-old urgent care nurse or doctor look oh, at you, yeah. and she loses all color in her face, that's not a good sign, right? And she asks me, did, "How did you get here?" I said, "I drove." Drive. And she said, "How did you get in here?" I'm like, "I walked." Yeah. And she goes, you, we need to put you in a wheelchair right now. You need to sit. And we're going to x-ray your leg. Wow. And we're going to x-ray your arm. Amazing. Of course. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So at the moment, I didn't realize that what she's thinking is that I have either broken my femur or or uh, not severed, but impacted that artery in some way Uh-oh. so that it's the artery. Yeah, that's real bad. That is bleeding, which would have been way bad. So now yeah. even me, last to panic is starting to go, oh, maybe this is pretty serious. Yeah, maybe this is bad. Maybe this is really not good. Um, So get my x-rays done. And now the pain, it's really, I mean, it is coming on. It's like labor pains in waves. And oh, my wow. leg, I've forgotten about my wrist. Let's just talk about the fact that my leg's on freaking fire and right. I want to cut it off. Right. We're away from the broken wrist. Yeah. So doctor in panicked, I have no uh, color left in my face anymore, tells me that uh, or asks me politely. Mm-hmm. Um. I would like to transfer you to the local emergency room and I would like to call an ambulance for you. Wow. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, that's serious. I mean. So now I went from being like, all right, it's just a stinger to, oh, man. uh, This is real bad. Yeah, I'm going to kill me a horse when we're done with this. Uh. No, no. And and they're telling me, like, don't eat anything. Don't drink anything. When was the last time? Because in my head, I'm going, oh, man, now they're telling me that I'm going to have to have surgery because they want to knock me out. And so I realized I can't get back in my own truck. I can't walk that far. So uh, my only option is to have the ambulance called. Uh So here comes a local ambulance. But I have to say, Mm -hmm. I was so thrilled. It was an all female crew. Nice. And a brand new ambulance. I mean, if you're going to have something ridiculously stupid like this mad stallion slam you in a door. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you're going to have to go to the ER in an ambulance, brand new ambulance. First person to ride in it. That's a first person to ride in the ambulance. Straight up. Amazing. I mean, smelled like a new car, you know. Wow. Pretty awesome. 
Amazing. So I did have a very badass all-female crew. Nice. I loved them. They sure, were great. Sure. Um, they understood when I looked at them and said, look, I have a high pain tolerance, but we're going to chop my leg off right now. Mm-hmm. That getting into that stretcher was not going to be a fun time. Yeah. No, I imagine. But uh, they let me, you know, claw the hell out of their shirts while they lifted me up and dropped me into the stretcher uh-huh. and then carted me off to the hospital. Wow. So, yeah, make it to the ER. Make it to the ER. Still in the middle of nowhere. Still in the middle of nowhere. Every Now we got doctors coming in looking at me and they're all like, can you feel it when I touch your foot? And I'm thinking, what the hell? <laughs> I just thought that, you know, I had a raspberry. Now the raspberry's turned into a cantaloupe. <laughs> and my leg is on fire. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So uh, long story short, to kind of wrap the way it resolved, for all the craziness on the front end, it right. was fairly anticlimactic because they get the x-rays back. They, mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, your your arm is straight up broken. You broke yeah. it at the wrist. Totally. And then they look at my leg x-rays and there's no break, which is good. Success. Which is good because my alternative would have been to go to local hospital straight to the trauma OR and have my femur fixed. That sounds horrifying. um, The last thing I wanted was to break my femur because what I do know about that is it is no fun fun. coming back from that. So um, they were like, well, let's just we just want to observe you for a couple of hours and make sure, you know, you keep good blood flow to your toes and stuff that everything looks like it's stealing off. Sure. Makes sense. So it was pretty crazy because about three hours later, you know, they checked on me periodically. About three hours later, the doctor comes in and my leg totally didn't hurt anymore. No pain meds. Wow. No nothing. Just, and I'm like, so how it? do I go from raging pain for the person that has high pain tolerance mm-hmm. to like, let's chop the leg off and be done. Right. To, oh, wait, it's, oh, it's fine. bruised and looks like, oh, my God. Gnarly, sure. Oh, black from the knee to the thigh. Yeah. Massive, you know, where the door slammed me. Massive, massive, you know, raised mm-hmm. all the things. And that is when I learned, according to the nice ER doctor, that, hey, your body is not designed to bleed out unless you hit something major like, you know, an artery. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, so doctor. that the uh, impact to my leg, it may have hemorrhaged everything, every small vein up there. Mm-hmm. And they may all have been actively bleeding, which is what was causing the severe burning pain. Yep. No, that tracks. While that tracks. it was hemorrhaging. Yep. But it will self-heal. And Amazing. that's why the pain stopped. So good. Yeah. Yeah, the pain from the act of bleeding. Now, for right, the last two course. weeks, I've dealt with the pain of nasty bruising. But oh, yeah, of course. Yes. So that is my story. Amazing. That my, my stallion friend, mm-hmm. um, not happy with me in the dark and my iPhone flashlight, mm-hmm. slammed me into the barn door. Amazing. Thank you so much. You'll never believe me, but we talked just a few minutes ago about how I have an inner farm girl who harkens back to her youth. So here's another story for you to work through. Okay, sure. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So some of these, I think I said early on, dovetail at one point together. You know, the mm. two stories at one point will dovetail together to a to a similar end. Right. Sure. So inner farm girl mm-hmm. got this friend. Yeah. She's got a horse farm. Sure. Lots sure. of horses, you know, sure. not just one or two. Same, same friend, same, same horses. Friend, lots of horses. Sure. So, you know, she's got some stuff going on where she needs some help out at her farm. You know, I'm always there to raise my hand and say, sure thing, I'll come out. Naturally. Right. So, inner farm girl. Well, you know, if you live in the city, sometimes you got to do something a little different. Oh, of course. I mean, so. you did grow up in Texas. This is kind of the. It's par for the course. Yeah. So, sure. Anywho. So yeah. here I go. I truck out there to help her out. So mm-hmm. she's got a, a very large farm, lots of horses, lots of acreage. 
it's way too much to try to walk on your own if sure. your responsibility is to feed and water all of these critters, right. which, yeah. which yeah, yeah, yeah. is what my role was during mm-hmm. this week. So she utilizes not a horse to get around on the place, hmm. but a John Deere gator. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with John Deere gators? I am not, but I'm familiar with the idea of an ATV. All right. So very similar to an ATV. This one looks a little bit like, uh, probably like a small pickup truck. Okay. So think like uh, you're watching a football game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, oh, there's been an injury. Okay. Sure, sure. Somebody gets placed on the board. Mm-hmm. They card them out. Mm-hmm. That's some very similar. Okay. To what a John Deere Gator is. Sure. And that's so, and that's her vehicle of choice. That is her because she's moving stuff like hay. Sure. To throw out to the various horses and various pastures. Makes sense. So you drive the gator. Mm-hmm. So Gator 101, when you're driving, when you have arrived at your destination, you want to go ahead and pull that parking brake brake. It's okay to put it in gear. You want to turn it off. Sure. So essentially, you've got your parking brake on. You've turned it off. Shouldn't go anywhere. Should be sitting right there and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So I am up on a Saturday morning. It's probably, I don't know. 11.30 in the morning, I'm halfway through feeding this large quantity of horses yeah. in various pastures and mm-hmm. making sure they all have water. Sure. I have opened a gate. Mm-hmm. I am trucking through in the John Deere Gator. Uh-huh. I have closed the gate. Amazing. I have visited my little furry friends, given them treats, goodies, hay, made sure they have water. Sure. I'm trucking back through that gate. Uh-huh. I've got my gator parked. I've got my parking brake engaged. Mm-hmm. I've done, turned it off. I've done all the things. Sure. Locking that gate. Yep. Turn around. Holy mother of, there is a John Deere gator about an inch from me, and it's about to squish me into a fence. That's bad, I would conjecture. Good, because, well, I don't know how much they weigh. It's not not very little. It's not very little, and, you know, we've already talked about the fact that I look a little prissy, and people think I wouldn't be doing this anyway, so it's not like I've got the brute strength to stop this sucker if I try, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, so turn around, and because it's off, silent, can't hear it, it mm-hmm. very Just slowly very sneaky. rolled back, loaded with hay. Of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. even heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the time I look up, it's going to squish me. So Uh-oh. my first reaction is I need to make sure I can get out of this. So I stick my arm in front of my stomach. The back oh. of the tailgate hits. I uh-huh. hear a pop and a snap. Oh, Whoa, oh gosh. wait a minute. We have broken our arm, yep. but I've created enough, enough room to be able to drag my leg and pull it out. Oh, ow, 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 ow. Between the gator and the fence. Amazing. And so the gator then, I assume, rolled the last six inches into the fence or whatever. six inches at that point. I mean, it's just, you know, the width of my leg. Sure, sure. Squished. So, squished you know. leg, of course. This is not this is not tennis ball leg. Yeah, this is like squish, squish skinny legs. So oh. we're like three or four inches, and then it settles up against the fence. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so, wow. You know, I'm out in the boonies. We've had this discussion. Mm-hmm. So it's good because... Um, I did not say nice words. Oh, yeah. No, I don't blame you at all. No, no. I, I think I taught the horses a whole new uh, uh, level uh, of vocabulary. Uh, uh, yeah. So sure. now I'm confronted with the decision that I kind of described a little bit earlier. I have a friend who can't uh, go anywhere because she's needing help, which is why I'm right. there. Which is why you're there in the first place. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I've got my wrist that does not look right. Things mm-hmm. are not where they belong. Mm-hmm. Um, very obvious that it's broken. And I got that raspberry I was talking about earlier. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's hurting me. It ain't feeling real good, but it's not my primary hey, problem at that point. Little stinger. Bigger, little, bigger fish. Little stinger. Totally convinced my arm's my problem. Yeah, I've got a question. Mm-hmm. How far away are you from 
you know, your your home base, your, you know, farmhouse, whatever your main part of the farm is. So you have to drive. You have it's uh-huh. it's far. You got to get back on the gator mm-hmm. and drive. Yes. The, uh, the murder gator. Yeah. The murder gator just tried to kill you. Yeah. Kind of like the murder horse. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you so I got to get back on the gator. OK. And, you know, I got to open and close a couple more fences along the way. Oh, oh, good. That's so mm-hmm. I'm so glad. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I got to get in my truck and go find me in urgent care. You know, Jeez. do all the, the Googling and the hunting. and Right, of course, of course. And then drive course. what turns out to be about 12 miles to the urgent care. Yep. Because all of this, because it seems that I did not properly engage the parking brake. Interesting. I was going to ask if you had any idea what the issue was. All I can assume is that I did not get the brake pulled like I thought I did. Interesting. Were you on like a big hill or was it just like a, I mean, it clearly was enough of a hill for it to I roll mean, back at you. there was a hill, but it, I mean, if you go back and look, it looks looks level, but clearly there's some kind of, of sure. incline there that has caused said gator to. Maybe it was just like the weight distribution, you know? Probably. Interesting. Yeah. And so you just got flattened between a gator and a fence. Tailgate of a gator and a fence. And, Jeez. you know, that moment of, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that very, like, slow-mo, like, action movie moment of you, like, whip around and see it, like, barreling down at yep. you. I mean, barreling, down. it's, you know, yeah. rolling down a hill, yeah. but it's heavy enough. Yeah. Wow. Although having an irate stallion kicking his guts out and being very unhappy with you in his stall, Mm -hmm. also not ideal. No, no. Neither of those things are, I would conjecture, good um, because we're talking about a a pretty significant injury. So you, yeah, you drove on the murder gator right back to- Yeah, drove on the murder gator back to my truck, Mm -hmm. got into my truck, drove the 12 miles by myself to the urgent care. And then this is where we're kind of picking up the story and this that we is talked where the about earlier. Back. This is so where our you... stories meet back. Interesting. So the fundamental, right. So, and I, I enjoy the fact that the origin is the, the big difference. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's the fun yeah, part. This may make that my little incident here a little different from your other stories. Cause they, they culminate in the same end. Yeah. You're telling two different stories about the same thing. And one of them is true and one of them is not, but they're both about the same event which i think is is fascinating mm-hmm. i really like that i think mm-hmm. that's very cool and they both resulted in a broken wrist which yep. i am very thankful to say i have evaded surgery on wow. i have another appointment on thursday but we think okay. it's gonna line up nicely on its own sure, sure. and i will be okay sure sure and i have had you know said nasty hematoma which made my leg turn black and now mm-hmm. it's slowly turning shades of green and yellow and oh of course why although not it's really gross though cutter it's nasty because where where the hematoma was like really tall yeah and big, it's starting to flatten out and now it's starting to expand and take up like so now it's less, it's like wider, but, Not but shorter? Tall. Yes. Okay, interesting. Uh, all that hemorrhaged blood has to go somewhere, so it absorbs sure. back into your system. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, why mm-hmm. not? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got crushed mm-hmm. by John Deere Gator, mm-hmm. stuck between a, a fence gate and a, and a little ATV truck. That's the story. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Well, those are two fascinating stories about the same injury. It's such an interesting way to go about this show, and it's the first time we've seen it. I'm very excited um, because when I first saw it 
on it would have been like two ish weeks ago. Um, I was aghast because <laughs> it was terrible. It looks very good today. I mean, honestly, it lo- from from then to now, it's it's gone down a lot, which is very nice. Uh, but it it is it is gnarly. Um, it's so very. I'm very excited to know the origin of it because it has been kept a secret from me for so long. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it has not failed to gross you out though. No, it's... no, it's very gross. But I think that's you know kind of in the nature of it <laughs> of the thing. So what are you thinking? Well, that's my problem. Is I find the I find the the stallion story. I, I, I feel like that's true. Okay. And I, I think I would argue that it's m- more likely to be true because I think I know you. You're very, you're very good at everything that you do. I've Clearly found. not. <laughs> well, except for this one time. I feel like, like in the first story, no, nothing you did was wrong. You didn't, there, was no, there was no fault of your own versus in that second story. He put a parking brake on wrong. And I, f- I find, honestly, I find it hard to believe that you would, that, I mean, obviously you thought you did the right thing and, you know, whatever happened, happened. Right. I'm compelled by the fact that you did nothing wrong in the first one and that I really just, honestly, I like that a mad horse squished you. <laughs> I think that's way funnier than like, I mean, yes, it's a gator and you can say that. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, it's a, it's a bit, it's a tiny truck. Versus a a large horse, so I think I'm going to I'm going to go for the first one. I'm going to say that you did get squished in a door by an angry stallion. So you're going murder murder stallion. I'm going murder stallion over murder gator. I'm going to say that first story is true. Okay, so am I supposed to let you know? Yes, please. Are you ready? Yes. Murder Gator. Really? It's a Murder Gator. Amazing. So totally got squished. Amazing. By a John Deere Gator. Oh, that's so awesome. And an offense. Wow. Now you're not too far off because the whole stallion story mm-hmm. is true. Really? I just didn't get squished in the thing. Oh, interesting. So and it he likes... didn't. I mean, he would. The horse was freaking out. Right. Right. But he let me put the water in, and then he, you know. Oh wow. So okay. I was able to do all the things, and nothing bad right, happened. Sure. He didn't slam a door. But and this was like the same week you were there. It was helping? the night before. Oh my goodness. At ten o'clock the <laughs> night before, <laughs> and then I, you gotta feed him. You gotta feed and water him right. twice a day. Yeah, yeah, totally. So this next round was, you know, mm-hmm. horsey breakfast. Oh. Good gosh. Wow. That's so good. Well, I don't feel as bad considering most of that happened. Then, like, the lights didn't turn on. And they true all of that. Wow. Not, I mean, the lights did not turn on. Hey. I was trying to use my Apple, my uh-huh. iPhone. Mm-hmm. Hey, you live. I did. No, I didn't did. get squished in the but door. It, but the murder, the was, murder was horse there, was... Was there that fear of getting squished in the door? Yeah, because he was mad. Sure, He was sure, definitely mad. Sure. It was dark, and he, he was scared, you know? He wasn't... Right, it was totally. dark, no, and I, I had understand. a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, horses, they get nervous yeah, like they're things not, they don't understand. Yeah, they're so. not big on flashlights. Yeah, yeah. So how did you come up with this second... I mean, obviously, I think, yeah, that most of that makes sense. Was it just, like, that logical next step of, like... Yeah, this like basically happened. I'll just, you yeah, know, say I, I figured squished. I could sell it. Uh, yeah, you totally because did. Because it was pretty true. It was Amazing. true except for the fact that right. he didn't squish no, me. No, that's perfect. And so you truly just gator backed up into you in the fence. Straight up. Wow. I apparently did not pull the parking brake properly. Man. And too much confidence in you. It you rolled know? back and squished me. Wow. Well. After it broke my wrist. After it broke your wrist. What can you do? 
at least you got your leg out and then you got to drive yourself to the urgent care. I did. Well, uh, I think now that people know the story as I tell it, my friends and I'll hear it. Mm-hmm. That's the part that people are like, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> you did what? Yeah, and that's you not... took yourself. You drove yourself 12 miles to the oh, urgent yeah. care. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that but that's like I know you pretty well. That's not surprising to me at all. <laughs> like Honestly, of everything that you said in most of those stories, that's the thing I had the least trouble believing. I was like, yeah, she would. She would totally just drive herself to the urgent care. I'm fairly independent. Amazing. You're, oh, yeah, you're very independent. So, you know, this is, this is what, I, what I do in my, you know, in your free extra time. time. Extra time. Yeah. Go get squished by gators and. Yeah. But it could be, you know, all I have to tell somebody is, you know, what happened to you? A gator got me. Gator got me. That's true. (laughs) I like that. Gator got me. That's funny. That's really good. Amazing. Well, we're going to take a quick break because you need to listen to my two stories and make your own guess. Don't worry. You'll do great. Hey, real quick. Well, Stacy is listening to my stories. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening, whether that's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. Also, just so that you all remember my two stories, here's a quick recap. In my first story, I had a friend get his hand crushed by the blinds in his dorm room on the night before one of my finals, and I had to take him to the hospital that night, then almost slept through my final the next day. In my second story, I got to talking to a potential friend in a pre-college Zoom event, only to find out that it was her mom pretending to be her, but it still worked out because her mom recommended to her daughter that we be friends. All right, with all that out of the way, let's jump back into the action. Well, those are my two stories. Stacy. what do you think? <sighs> cutter, cutter, cutter. I have known you since you were just a tiny child. That is true. That is true. Really? How am I going to figure this out? Well, um, everyone else has has made their guesses with plenty of differing reasons. So there's there's definitely covered and uncovered ground. But what are your thoughts on the stories? Well, I think they are both very plausible, mm-hmm. you know, given my own, you know, urgent care and right, injury. Right, woes, right. I very much identify with I believe it was Justin yeah, in Justin. that story. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were, you were definitely nodding along and agreeing just I kind of in general. totally feel like a, uh, you know, window blind could have eaten uh-huh. Justin's hand. Oh, I, yeah. You know, a murder blind. Sure, 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 <laughs> sure. We're sure. moving on with that theme. Of course, of so, course. So, yeah, I mean, I totally believe that. Sure. Now, your second story about, mm-hmm. about Grace, Grace and, and her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That also seems like something that would happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> it all seems like something that would happen to me. So, yeah, I, yeah. I don't find that implausible either. Sure. So, you're, you're a mother. I am. Would you, would you do that? Would you, I mean, if, if, if you're some, my best friend, ask. Yeah. Would you go on a Zoom forum? Hmm. I mean, if it was something super, super important, I don't know. It's hard to know. In that situation, I probably would have. Sure. I will. I will stick up for Grace's mom because sure, I, sure. I feel totally. in that situation when you're not sure and it's before school. Oh, yeah. And all I, the yeah. Scholarship stuff. Right. That's not that's not, you know, I think a I, knock I think, at her no, at all. No, no, no. I totally understand. But I, I can see I would have faked that. I would sure, totally fake sure. that. I, I, and you would have. Would you have I, told him if you had met somebody cool? Would you have been like, oh, for sure. <laughs> I also probably would have chewed his ass out for not getting his schedule straightened out on the front end. But, oh, sure, sure. You know. I mean, but that's, that's you know, yeah. neither here nor there. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would totally be like, yeah, you need to you I need to it, talk to this kid when you get there. Both of these stories are very relatable for you for, for different reasons. They are. One I personally identify with. And sure. the other, I'm like, yeah, I, I get, I could see that. I okay. can see that happening. So, I really don't have any follow-ups. I'm a go-with-a-gut kind of girl. Sure, sure. Um, Mm, I'm just going to pick one. Yeah, totally. Do it. Mm. 
Take your time. No worries. Mm, the it's only, tough. The only thing that, you know, you're throwing in there about the whole Yama slept through your final. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem like me, does it? No, but you would do anything to help a f- I would. That is true. So I'm going to go with that is your true story. So you're going to say the first story is, is your true, true story. about Justin. I have, you're more than welcome to use this information as you will. I have, this is the six, the seventh episode, the sixth to feature a guest. Mm-hmm. You're my sixth guest. Mm-hmm. The other five people that have come on have all guessed that the story two is true. Realize I did listen to the first podcast sure. all the way through. So I did know that the first one went that way. But Absolutely. All, everybody, I haven't caught up through all the others oh, yet. Oh, no, no worries. So everybody is going with first story. No, everyone's going with the second oh, story is true. Second story. I am the only one going first you story. You are. Okay, you well, we'll see if my gut check is right or wrong. Hey. What I what I end of the been, season. Yeah. Hey, you gotta wait till the end of the season. Will you stand alone in victory? Mm. Or will you be the one person? Because as I've had this discussion with other guests, it's it would be truly the most dramatic for everyone to have been right or everyone to have been wrong. Right. But I think you're doing all the collective guests a great service here by Taking making a stand. sure Hey, you're not batting zero. And I know that's not your reasoning, yeah, yeah. but at the very least, you're not batting zero. Yeah, so, and I have to say, I identify with it. Yeah, it yeah. Also, it also makes me think back to my college days at Texas A&M many years ago because, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, however, sure. way too many years ago, <laughs> I almost missed an exam. Really? Oh, but pray tell. you could not, back in whatever this was, 1993 or four, sure. whatever year. Sure, You know, there was no online, I'm going to brush my teeth and pop onto my computer and take my, (laughs) Uh, take my, no, I literally stayed up all night studying for a journalism exam that I had because that was my minor Sure, and it was a big one Mm -hmm. and I overslept. I did not (gasps) set my alarm and I woke up and I lived a good 10 minute drive from campus and then you got to park. And then you oh got to run into the gosh. building. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's horrifying. I literally opened my eyeballs with five minutes to get to campus. That seems like too few. It was not cool. Oh I ju- my gosh! I did not. You know, me, Miss Pris, who always goes dressed in hair fixed, mm-hmm. literally in her jammies, gets in her Grand Jeep Cherokee Laredo, flies her butt to campus. Oh yeah, totally. Blows the door open and right. just looks at the professor like, "Oh dear God, please let me take this test." <laughs> you no, know? and there's like. There was a small class because it was an upper level class. So right, there were only right. like, you know, 20 of us. Jeez. Let me take the exam. I, I got my old <gasps> school blue book out, which oh, I'll probably sure. don't even know what that is. Nope. See, little blue notebook, blue cover, called them blue, blue book. It was Makes a writing sense. exam. Oh, of I had to, course, like, put course. pen to paper. Yeah, well, I have to do that. Yeah, Thank you very much. That's crazy. Wow. Well, I did. I did make the exam. I did get an A in the class. They did let me take it. But Amazing. Hey, that's all that counts. I think all that together has led me to go with poor Justin and his hand yeah, and your yeah. almost missed exam. Hey, bias is a wonderful thing. Is that the only reason? Anything else? Anything? That's fair. Hey, no It no just reason. seems like one of those crisis things that would happen. Yeah, it really does. Well, wonderful. Thank you for your guests. I'm so glad that you're taking a stand here for, all, a stand. for all the guests. Yep. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I think today we learned that there are no murder stallions in your midst, <laughs> but you can always say that Gator gotcha. Worst comes to worst. Well, thank you very much, Stacey, for joining me. Where can listeners find more of you? Well, you know, I don't really have much of a presence outside of my uh, work and home life. So my uh, my recommendation would be folks 
tune into your show and continue to listen to these awesome episodes. Oh, well, thank you so much. Hey, mom at heart at Absolutely. the end of the day. You're not even my mom. So sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. That will do it for this episode. Our intro music is Pop Nugget off of Compositions 2, used under the Creative Commons license found on Free Music Archive. Our outro music is Vintage News off of Production Music, used under the Creative Commons license also found on Free Music Archive. I've been Cutter. This has been You'll Never Believe Me But, and thank you all for listening. Good day and good night. Good night.